check out fourthandflex.com where you can find our YouTube channel, become a subscriber, and you could win free prizes such as signed jerseys and anything in between. That's fourthandflex.com. Follow us on YouTube. Subscribe to your boys. Enjoy the show. We're talking super flex strategies in a super flex mock draft with a special guest. Stay tuned. We are back. Welcome back to the Fourth and Flex Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm Bandy. That's Trey. And the time is now. What's up, buddy? What's going on, man? It's super Flex time. That's my favorite time of the draft. Super Flex, Super Flex. Yes. Uh, man, mock draft season. It's starting to hit hard. You're starting to see the content from everywhere pop out. And I love it, Trey. I love it. No doubt, no doubt. We got some guys in here. We got this draft. We're getting it started. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But before we get going, guys, we got to thank our friends over at Manscaped. Guys, Manscaped has got the best products when it comes to below-the-waist grooming. Um, It's the summertime. You're hairy. You're smelly. Nobody wants to cuddle up to that. So, guys, go to manscaped.com. Use our promo code superflex20 you're going to get 20 percent off and you're going to get free shipping where's that free shipping trey worldwide you're darn right darn right guys check out manscaped man big supporter of the show um we really need to get this thing started before we get started we have a special guest for the show uh please welcome in bayou bangle 25 what's up buddy What's going on, man? Appreciate you guys having me on. Super excited for the Super Flex Draft. It's going to be a fun one, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm ready. I'm ready, boy. Let's pop it up. Let's get it going. Shuffle. All right. I'm going to randomize this bad boy. Random and... Oof. Oof. Where am I at? Where am I at? Oof. Okay. I'm hanging out at the back. Let's go. All right. Bengal got number two spot. Number two for Bangle in a super flex championship. Um, so we we talk. <laughs> no kidding, no kidding. Uh, usually the first one through six spots, I'd say, is uh, generally Tua Tonga Viola goes what number the? one. Okay, now you okay. got your pick of the litter, buddy. Oh, you already know. I think I do know. Why is it not? Oh, Wait, oh my, yeah, my homeboy number two. I mean. I, I mean, if, if Tua is your guy, right, and you're in the number one spot, I mean, I, I kind of get that. If you really think he's going to be the guy this year, um, he's definitely not going to make it back to you at the 212. So if you really want Tua, I guess you're going to get Tua, right? Maybe so. Jalen Hurts goes to the four. That feels like value. I, I would have uh, took uh, uh, Hurts over Allen, in my personal opinion. Uh, yeah, what do you think, Bayou? Man, I just don't see a world where I, I mean I, I get it when you you know you got to take your guys you got to love it uh, two at one eh, hurts at that number well should be number three I would definitely take hurts um, over Burrow and Herbert and in some cases I mean I've seen hurts go over Allen in a super flex so mm-hmm. yeah. I have two I have absolutely two um, it is my turn um, I need to get a good quarterback when it comes to super flex I'm a big guy when it comes to starting with your quarterback especially if you're in the one through six slot 
I'm a little bit later, but we had a couple skill guys come off the board. So I think Lamar or Justin Fields, either one of these two guys is a good pickup to start your team off strong. What do you think, Trey? Yeah, I like that. Um, you know, I was looking there and I was thinking about Lamar and I was like, you know what, if I take Lamar here, you know, I'm not the biggest Lamar fan. Um, but I was looking at him and then I was like, you know what? I'm at the seven spot. McCaffrey's there. Just got to take him. Yeah, no, I see it. I see it. We got uh, CM popping in the comments. Yo, I'm here. I'll just catch the live stream tonight. Thank you, buddy. Don't forget to hit that like button for us. You know how much that means to us. Nate Davis says, considered it. What do you think he's talking about? What do you consider? What, taking Tua? Is that him? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. So, Bayou, what do you think, buddy? Um, Superflex, what do you got for us? A strategy you'd like to come at is in the first round or two? Yeah, my biggest thing for the, especially for the first round, is I would say, you know, don't really get caught up in the quarterback runs, right? I'm, I, I'm a strong, strong advocate of you really want value, not necessarily like the next quarterback on the list. If we look at the last 10 quarterbacks last season, you're talking about Jalen Hurts, Geno Smith, Jared Goff, Trevor Lawrence, and Justin Fields. None of them were a first round quarterback last season. So if you if you if you're in the top probably four or five six picks, you know your Mahomes, your Allen, your Hurts and stuff, that's fine. But just because if you're drafting maybe seventh or eighth, just like Trey did, he grabbed Christian McCaffrey instead of going on the trend of getting your Lawrence or getting your Jackson, he would you know feel good. Go ahead and get your starting running back, and then go ahead and maybe in the second third possibly getting your quarterbacks in or something like that. But I I just don't like just don't get on the trend just because everybody's taking a quarterback and you're sitting at seven and eight. You don't necessarily have to go quarterback. So absolutely no. And that's that's great to uh, let people know uh, following the trends. That's something we see a lot. People start seeing those quarterbacks start coming off the board. They start to freak out. They're like, I'm not going to get one if I don't get one right here. But there are still some guys if you don't get like I said, I think there's like six quarterbacks, kind of elite guys that I feel like in the top six, you should probably be taking seventh in some cases because when a skilled guy goes in there and and takes the slot, I, I just, uh, I just, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. This is a tough spot for me right here. Oh, what is he going to do? Zach popping in the comments. What a do, what a do, Zach. Always coming by. Ooh, Pop over one here. second left. <laughs> <laughs> Grabbing him some A.J. Brown. That's a good start right there, man. Uh, still some decent quarterbacks on the board, too. So uh, Guess who I was looking at? The hardest decision was between is A.J. Brown and Jonathan Taylor. And then, boom, right after that, Jonathan Taylor goes. He goes. He goes. He's going a little later. But you got to remember, super flex. Everything seems to be uh, around uh, ahead. So if your ADP is round one for some guys, such as McCaffrey, he's probably going to be generally falling in the second round or something like that after people start going nuts with those quarterbacks. Um, one thing yeah. I was going to say is like, so uh, the, one of the reasons why I went Christian McCaffrey is because I'm a strong believer in, in getting a guy uh, not, I mean, a safe guy is the best way to explain it in the first round. Um, mm-hmm. But just a guy that, you know, is going to um, commit to your team and be one of your, you know, heavy hitters on your team. And so it's scary for me to go for a guy like Lamar Jackson, who, you know, with injuries and then he has, I mean, he's got the MVP and everything like that. And he's decent for fantasy, but it's just a worry for me this year. And I don't want to waste my first round pick on a worry. I'd rather have somebody that I know is going to be consistent, you know, outside of injury. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm by you. You agree? Yeah. I mean, I agree to, I agree with, with most of it. I love what a lot of people may not um, have heard of yet as the, the head coach is actually talking to the offensive coordinator and allowing Lamar Jackson to now call his own plays and his own audibles. Ooh. So 
even though there may be a different system, Lamar Jackson wants to show that he can throw the football. And they've added people to this offense like Zay Flowers and they've added Odell Beckham Jr. And I think that he's going to be able to maybe open up a little bit. If he can tack on, you know, 200 to 250 yards passing per game, along with that 80 to 90 yards rushing per game, you're looking at Lamar Jackson possibly be putting up 35, 40 fantasy points consistently week in and week out and can completely blow the doors off of fantasy football this week. Thank you, Bayou Bengal. I, I, I've been saying this uh, 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 to nausea almost. Uh, I've been just real high on Lamar, you know, and Trey has kind of fought me a little bit on it. And, I mean, I love Zay Flowers, man. I, I really wanted Zay Flowers to go to my Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That didn't happen. But, I mean, Lamar's got weapons, man. He's got weapons and he's got – And an injury uh, history, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's where my thing is. All that sounds great and it sounds believable. <laughs> it's just that every time I hear that Lamar is finally finna do his thing, it doesn't happen. So it just scares yep. me to death no, yep. to look that direction. Okay, but he's never had the kind of weapons that he has now. He's never had the receiving core that he has now. I didn't hear about him being able to call his own plays. That makes me a little bit nervous, honestly. I just, you know, Lamar likes to run the ball a lot, and I, I, I don't know, man. I, Six thousand yards, he says he's going to be throwing this year, buddy. We're gonna see. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are. Yes, we are. And like I said, I'm trying something a little different here on my uh, board. Here, I got me a, a, a good quarterback at the top. I figured I'd get me a skill player, and then I end up getting Kirk Cousins. Who, okay, it is Kirk Cousins, but. Um, he's got he's got Justin Jefferson over there, and Justin Jefferson's going to make points, and Kirk Cousins going to make points. Is all I'm saying. Yeah. Oh yeah. I like that. I like that. I went ahead and grabbed me uh, some Aaron Rodgers. You know, I passed up on Cousins. Uh, I think Rodgers is uh, is a little bit uh, deeper in drafts than he should be. Um, I just think that his fantasy output. I think the Jets in general, their points um, per game is going to increase um, dramatically with Aaron Rodgers. Um, and I and I, every year I've never been an Aaron Rodgers fan for fantasy, but this mm-hmm. is a year I feel like he's going to put up points worth uh, top ten relevancy. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely, I totally see that. I got a question for you, Bayou. A lot of talk about Bijan Robinson this year going in the first round of a lot of drafts. Me and Trey have talked about this. I'm just kind of wondering your thoughts on Bijan going in the first round. Do you trust doing something like that? or I absolutely trust doing something like that. I mean, he's going to a Falcons offense who was the second in the NFL in, in rushing. So it's when you have that one-two punch combo, we have to remember that in college in Texas, Bijan Robinson actually was with Roshan Johnson. So he wasn't the, the main ball carrier. And it's going to be the same thing in the NFL, which just makes him have a, a longer shelf life, in my opinion. He's not going to have to be on the field for all three downs because he has Tyler Algier also going to be filling in for him. So I think he's at a perfect opportunity to succeed. He's on a young team, somebody that's going to give him the ball quite a bit. And I think he's going to be, he'll probably be the number number one or number two fantasy running back this that's, season. That's what I like to hear. That's what I like to hear. I mean, he's been following to me a lot in the first round. And, I, you know, they say that the uh, your, your fantasy team can be ruined in the first round, but uh, it's never won. So it kind of scares me to take him at the in the first round, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely a risk, but I think, uh, you know, he's a risk worth taking. Uh, you know, if you uh, check out our video that we posted recently about our top 10 risks worth taking, we talk a little bit about Bajan in there. So maybe go check it out for us. Absolutely. Yeah, we got a top 10 list of guys, uh, the risk worth taking. Check it out. I'll link it in the description. Um, it's a good one. It's a banger, if I do say so myself. And guys, of course, don't forget to like the video, subscribe to the channel if you are not already Tommy popping in, Aaron Jones, Aaron Jones, 
Yes, sir. And he says, what up, fam? Tommy, what's up, buddy? What up, Tommy? <laughs> Man, so Trey, super flex style. What's, uh, what, what's the way you like to come at these, buddy? So, you know, a lot of times it really depends on where I'm drafting from. You know, I really, this year, I really want, when it comes down to the real deal, I want one of those top five, top six spots. Um, just the way it looks this year, those guys can get a one-two hit in those first two picks. Um, that it looks like the the six through twelve really isn't going to be able to touch on uh, the way the one through six can. So those are the spots I'm kind of leaning towards. Now, obviously, it's random, so uh, you just got to cross your fingers and hope for the best. Um, but I really think those first six spots already have an immediate advantage in drafts these, this year. Absolutely, I agree. Um, Anthony Richardson in the fifth tray. Looks like your boy's rising in ADP, buddy. Mm-hmm. Getting Just nervous about that? <laughs> Just a little. But that's okay because the guy I was looking at for my second quarterback is still on the board. That's and good. I'll just take him. Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, you got an old guy quarterback team. You think those guys are going to be able to push it this year? I promise you right now, Russell Wilson is going to be such a better quarterback this year with a new coach. And Jerry Judy, I don't know if you looked at the stats for Jerry Judy on the last half of last year, but he was on the rise. I think that continues into this year. And with Jerry Judy being good, um, Russell Wilson is going to have to be the one to get in the ball. Um, I like Russell Wilson a lot as a, a QB2 in fantasy this year. Ooh, 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 big words. Russell Wilson's coming up this year. I hope you're right, man. Um, if not, I don't I don't know, man, if anybody's going to um, pick him up. I, I feel like the Broncos and Sean Payton, if he gets a year of like they got last year, I think he'd be done with Russell Wilson, even not even with that big contract. D-Hop off the board without a team, but hey, it's D-Hop. He'll land on his feet somewhere. Any idea where D-Hop might be landing? I've heard Cleveland before. What have you heard, Bayou? Uh, I mean, we all know he went to Tennessee and he had a uh, uh, an appointment with them. He didn't end up striking any type of deal with them. Didn't look too good. Last, he went to the Patriots. Patriots are looking at him right now. It's it's funny that he's even taking these visits with the Titans and the and the Patriots because he said he wants to be with a team with a stellar defense and a chance to win. And neither one of those teams, in my opinion, have a chance. I think he needs to either go to the Chiefs, uh, which I think would be an absolute phenomenal uh, play, or I mean, the Chiefs is really where I wanted to go. I'm not gonna lie to you. Oh. I think it, it, that would just be a phenomenal, phenomenal uh, feat to go with that. Other than that, the Jets already said they don't want him. So I'm hoping he ends up with the Chiefs because that would, I mean, that just would spell Super Bowl all over for Patrick Mahomes. And that's something that you would like to see the a re a rewind a re a replay of last year. You want to see that all over again? Might well. Might well. Come on, come on. Have you ever heard the term embarrassment of riches? They don't need Diop. They got enough going on over there. Oh, I know. D Hop and Patrick Mahomes, it would be amazing. Beautiful. <laughs> it would be amazing. Don't get me wrong, but I don't like it. I think uh I think somewhere somewhere else. No, not the Chiefs. They don't need any more freaking help over there. <laughs> so I reach way down the running back list for my pick. Um, but I feel like he's gonna climb quite a bit. Um, he just hadn't made it there yet because of the recent news. But Alexander Madison, baby, I'm big stoked. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, he thought of me. yeah and uh nate says i'm the chief's community captain for bleacher report no thanks on hopkins okay okay i like it the washed action (laughs) he is getting a little older man but he's still i think uh still top-notch receiver and uh as a tampa bay bucks 
fan. I wouldn't mind getting some Hopkins, but Baker to Hopkins, it just almost feels like a waste. I hate to say it, but it, it's true. What do you think? I, I do have a question for you, Bengal. Um, yeah. You know, because uh, I've been, uh, you know, you're you're closer to the source. But uh, what do you think about Michael Thomas this year? I mean, are we, are we chasing that train again? Or <laughs> which is funny because I was completely written off the train because number one, I love Chris Olave and I love At Perry, the rookie that they brought in here. I think he's showing really really good flashes, but. It's, it just came out. I think there was a report that came out a couple days ago where Derek Carr said, when I just look at Michael Thomas, I smile. That's some kind of oh. sus stuff. <laughs> but it's, it, he said the one of the biggest reasons of his decision to come into New Orleans was because Michael Thomas was there. Michael Thomas was a big recruiter for mm. Derek Carr, and, I, and that's the whole reason why he took that cut to, to be, have a one-year prove-it type of deal. I, I don't I, – okay, I'm just going to go on record and say I think Michael Thomas could be an easy – he could be an easy 1,000-yard receiver this season along with Ooh, um, with Chris Olave. Like he has the talent. He just hasn't been able to put it on the field. So if he can, as long as he can stay healthy, I think the rapport that they're building right now with Derek Carr is phenomenal. Has Michael Thomas come off the board yet? Uh, has he come off yet? I was just wondering. I like, he has so. a pretty late ADP. Yeah, yeah he does. Yeah. yeah, he does. Man, that's interesting. I, I like that, man. I didn't had no idea about any of that. Dude's on it with them Saints, huh? That's, that's why I knew buddy. that was the guy to ask. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if you've watched Bengal, but I've I've said several times I have no doubt the Saints win the division this year. Oh, it's not even gonna be close. I mean, I'm not saying it because I'm a Saints fan. I just there's nobody else in the division that can compete with right now. I'm not going to say a, a rookie Bryce Young, definitely not Baker Mayfield. And what is it going to be? We have Desmond Ritter, Taylor Heineke. It doesn't matter. Derek Carr has the more experience. We have the best defense other than maybe Carolina. I just think we're going to be we're going to be stellar. So yeah, it's going to be stacked, especially with Olave second year breakout. I'm so excited him for fantasy. I just every time it comes around to him, I've I've already uh, when I think when I think about him, he's already gone. Basically, yep. is how it comes in drafts yep. for me with Olave. You know what? Just hating on my Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> I'm going on record right now. Say Baker Mayfield is a top ten quarterback. Oh God! I hope. I hope. <laughs> Somebody write that down. No, don't, don't, don't write that down. Just, I mean, if it happens, yeah, I call that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, it's looking rough. It's looking What's the rough. Uh, who's he competing with? Uh, is it uh, Trask, right? Kyle Trask. Yeah, and I watched a video the other day where they were like the the Baker Mayfield Trask competition, and both of them are just overthrowing, <laughs> underthrowing. <laughs> I saw that too. Oh no connected passes anywhere. It's tough, man. That was like a fake, right? That was a fake out that video. Deep fake. Yeah, deep fake. <laughs> Just trick photography. They can do anything with the cameras these days. <laughs> I got to tell you, my team is not turning out the way I like. I got auto-drafted on accident with TJ Hawkinson, and things kind of blew up from there. I mean, it fits well with my team, but um, I don't know. I'm we'll not goes, hyped about it. Bayou, I love the uh, I love the Bayou's doing over here. Look, no got doubt, Patrick Mahomes, bro. Oh my God, Bayou killing it with the second pick. Grab Patrick Mahomes, then Nick Chubb, Derrick Henry, Mixon, Damian Pierce, Pity City, and Chris Godwin. Jesus. Yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to because one of my one of my strategies that I was going to talk about too is that you don't have to go robust uh, quarterback all the time. You you can have somebody that fits in into that second quarterback spot and load up on the other skill positions and still have an advantage on the competition. So that's why I'm saying right here, I think I'm gonna go ahead and 
I think the best quarterback available right now, even though he is a rookie, I'm going to take C.J. Stroud here mm -hmm. because they're going to be pretty terrible. And I know I already have Damian Pierce, but he's probably going to be bench fodder for me anyway for, for bye weeks and such. And C.J. Stroud is going to be forced to throw the ball early and often. I think that uh, he could be a, a really good uh, dynamic piece for me here. Mm -hmm. So you think C.J. Stroud is going to uh... – Fantasy wise, do you think he's going to produce? I think fantasy wise, I think he'll be he'll be pretty good. I think he'll he'll throw for uh, anywhere between twenty eight to thirty two hundred yards, and uh, he's he should be pretty well for uh, or pretty good for fantasy. So not to just grind you out on uh, Saints oh, no. uh, talk, but um, how's what do you have you heard anything extra about the Camara situation and the suspension and all that? Mm, good one. <sighs> yes, but I had to auto pick. Um, oh. I forgot it was my pick. Hey, you got uh, Ingram, Evan Ingram. Yeah, Evan Ingram's oh, fine. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't think I don't think Kamara's going to play football again. Ever? Oh. Ever? I think he's done. I think he'll be in prison for eight to ten years. I think just the just the they have video footage of him completely assaulting somebody. I said there's once this goes down and once it goes to court, I, there's no way they can exonerate him from any wrongdoing. I mean, is he's he's already going to probably plead guilty and I mean he's going to serve some type of time. You can't you can't do something like that and still play. I think. Yeah, if people are getting suspended for an entire year for betting uh, $25 on DraftKings, there's no way that he gets – there's no – I think he's done. Yeah. And so what does that mean for Jamal Williams? Is, is he going to be the man or is it the rookie coming through? I think it's going to be absolutely Jamal Williams. I think I do like Kendra Miller. I think Kendra Miller is going to be a change of pace back. Mm -hmm. um, but there's an actual another running back that I believe who ends up being the number one running back next year, and that's uh he's an undrafted free agent, Sir Roderick Thompson. I think mm, he heard will, that probably he's a six foot running back. He looks really good, really good on his feet. I think he's going to take over to be uh, the main go to guy uh, in this offense either within a year or two. I think. Interesting. Oh, I like it. Yeah, Jamal. What do you think? He's just uh, he's good with the goal line work, and uh, he's getting a little older. He can't. He's you know, a good back, though. Yeah, he is good. But do you think he can't hold it down as the uh, the main back over there? I think he can hold it down. I just think that Sir Roderick Thompson is is just that good to to yeah. take over the guy. I think. I mean, he's yeah. he's a special special talent. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Huh. I like it. I do too. I do too. Um, I mean, I don't like it for Camara. I mean, you got to think. I mean, eight to ten years. I mean, he does have money, and money does seem to buy your way out of a lot You're of right. things. Um, I, but I could see him being out for a, a few years, and then you yeah. know, is he able to come back after that? I mean, I doubt it. You know what I mean? So, You're going to see a Ray Rice situation or something like that, or they're just going to say no, thank you. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And yeah, no team would want any part of that. You know, probably makes sense. I'm sold. <laughs> <laughs> Taking Jamal Williams. He's yes, sold. sir. <laughs> so do you think so? So you're saying Kamara doesn't play ever again? Not this year. I mean, yeah, like I don't done. I don't think he that, that's just my opinion. I just yeah. I just don't think he's going to play. Mm. Mm. So, yeah. So you heard it here first. Don't that's take Kamara right. in your drafts. He will be a wasted <laughs> pick. I like it. I've been I've been uh, avoiding Kamara at all costs. Yep. Um, I did the same thing last year and it really proved me well. I mean, he had a couple good games, but really wasn't nothing worth looking at. Um, and I'm I'm cool with doing the same thing this year. Why yeah. am I? Oh, I have to turn off auto pick or something. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, man. at the top. Oh, there it is. Never mind. I got <laughs> there who? There you go. AJ Dillon and BJ got more running backs. <laughs> He's stacked on the running back. Yes, sir. Yes, <laughs> I didn't know I had is. to turn off auto pick. Oh yeah, yeah, it does that sometimes. Rip. 
Yeah, it'll, it'll, yeah, at the top, it'll be like, turn it off. I've done that before where it, as soon as it auto picks those 30 seconds, bro, you got to be quick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll be in the middle of a sentence and be like, oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the 30 seconds, it goes pretty quick. Uh, Elijah Moore in Cleveland now. I see him going at the 11 5. I really think Elijah Moore is going to do something. I mean, Deshaun Watson is uh, uh, supposedly got a year under his belt, ready to go, got an off season with the team. They say big things are going to happen for him. If that's the case, I think Elijah Moore in that wide receiver room is going to do big things. What do you think, Bayou? Yeah, I think what a lot of people look at, you know, the depth chart, they might see Elijah Moore as the third or fourth wide receiver, but we have to remember who they have on the depth chart. They don't have a slot wide receiver, and that's what they were missing last year, and that's why a big reason why Elijah Moore will fit in. They have, you know, um, Amari Cooper on the outside, Donovan Peoples-Jones on the outside, and the, the big rookie they got, Cedric, uh, Cedric Chillman, I think his name is, from Tennessee. Mm-hmm. He's, an, he's an ex-wide receiver as well, so he's really the only wide receiver that can play the slot, and I think he's going to do really well in fantasy. Right, and uh, that eight, that ADP, what 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 they got him at the ele- in the eleventh round? I think that's going to be awesome value. Yeah, to definitely. top it all. Speaking of getting value in the eleventh round, I went ahead with uh, OBJ, Odell Beckham Jr., um, who I am excited for fantasy. I know you think he's going to be kind of more of a, a spotty player, but I really think that uh, he has a step up um, and really shows out for a team that is all about showing out. Mm-hmm. He I would mean, be my pick if it wasn't for the auto pick. There you go. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Again. <laughs> oh, and I'm on the clock. You are distracting me. Yeah. Ugh, that was yeah. my goal. <laughs> Tell me something, Trey. No. <laughs> Garoppolo. Garoppolo for your th- third quarterback. I don't yeah, need that. Yeah, some bench work just, you know, for bye weeks and, and potential to look at for a little bit here and there. Um, you know, in case, you know, something happens with Russell and it don't work out, I really think it's going to. Uh, mm-hmm. But... Just in case, I get it. Hey, I got a question, Bye. You seem to be uh, very knowledgeable with uh, all this stuff. What have you heard about Ezekiel uh, Elliott and where he might fall? To be honest with you, I actually haven't heard anything about Ezekiel Elliott. I have I have scraped for some news on if he's visited anybody or anything. The only thing that I've heard is the Buccaneers. That's yeah. literally the only place I've heard rumored for him. Same. And it's been pretty silent, so I'm kind of in the air myself. I'd heard that um, the Cowboys were thinking about um, renegotiating a you know a, a cheaper contract and just to bring him back in. I, I really think just to give him a place because they thought he would go somewhere and no one just looked Nobody at him. Wants him. They feel sorry for because because you know Jerry Jones loves Ezekiel Elliott. They just yeah past no him. yeah that's his that's his son right there man he does <laughs> love Ezekiel Elliott a lot and um I, I I don't I don't know man I don't really think uh, we need Zeke over here in Tampa I, I don't think I would like that at all like I mean Zeke has his moments of in his flashes but I just don't think he's that guy anymore yeah I mean and where were these running backs you know all Take like you got, pick. you got Dalvin Cook you got um Oh no! <laughs> uh, you, you got Dalvin Cook. You got uh, Ezekiel Elliott. You know you got you got these running backs that are uh, you know have, have been great running backs in the past. You know, a couple of years ago, uh, yes, last year, the year before, when the Ravens, you know, all their running backs were down, there was nobody. I mean, they were just reaching out and grabbing thin air. And now these guys are having a hard time finding a team. I mean, yep. how long do you think it's going to take for Dalvin Cook to find a team? I feel like people would be grabbing at his ankles to get him. For sure, yeah. I guess I'm going to take Baker Mayfield just in case he is a top 10 quarterback, you know, just uh, just so I can say I told you. Call it like you see it. 
I do like uh, tight end who's still on the board. Um, I want to ask Bayou this one too. Seems to have all the the knowledge. Michael Mayer. We've I've heard a lot of good things about this guy. Baby Gronk. They're calling him Michael yeah. Mayer for the Las Vegas Raiders. What, what have you heard? Yeah, Michael Mayer. He was actually the best run blocking tight end um, in the whole uh, class itself. He doesn't have as good as um, a good as hands as other people. He doesn't have a lot of twitch in his hips, which I don't really like for. Um, a tight end, but the good part is that because he's such a good run blocker, he's going to be on the field a lot. And when you're on the field a lot for fantasy football, that equals opportunity. Mm-hmm. So it, it could be something. There's a huge gap left by Darren Waller there. Yep. Uh, they're going to need some type of help there. And I think Michael Mayer has the opportunity of uh, of making something happen. I do think Devontae Adams and Jacoby Myers will probably uh, uh, take over a lot of those oh, those reps. But Michael Mayer should be a, a decent for fantasy. I don't think that he'll be um, a top 15 tight end, though. Mm-hmm. I guess we're going to find out. Um, no doubt. Let's see. And I'm going to take th- my sleeper tight end right now. Okay, okay. Tell Jelani us about Woods. It. Why, Jelani Woods? Are we taking kickers and defenses? Right? Yeah. 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 Okay. I'll take Justin Tucker. Take <laughs> there you go. Won the league, baby. No championship. Kidding. No doubt, Jelani Woods. What are you? What are you hearing about this guy in Indy? You think Jelani uh, Woods? He is a six foot seven athletic freak, running a four three forty in the combine. The dude was doing great. He had Mo Ali Cox and he had Granderson. Those two. He was. It was almost like a three tight end type of of situation. The coaches made it clear that it's now going to be Jelani Woods' his, his team, and you have mm-hmm. a six foot seven freak at tight end. You have a freak at quarterback. You put these two things together. You're speaking of red zone monsters like i think jelani woods is going to take the league by storm and he will and i'm quoting it right now on the fourth and flex right now jelani woods is the top five tight end for 2023 oh baby i like it i I love it i want some more of it i guess man anthony richardson's gonna get over there and uh you think he's gonna give his guy some targets is that was that what you're thinking oh yeah i mean if richardson does what he what everyone thinks he's going to be a madden a madden player like he's he can do everything he's going to be a stupid freak of nature that nobody's going to know how to stop he's got a cam newton in him and some patrick mahomes in him so who knows i mean (laughs) oh man Uh, trey is super excited about anthony richardson man I am. I'm big on Anthony Richardson this year, man. I, th- I think, especially in Superflex, I really think at, at that QB2 spot, it's just a steal because you can get a couple skill players earlier. And I really think it's going to be massive value in that QB2 slot. Yeah. He did you take really your Saints. Saints. <laughs> I did. Yeah. No, yeah. That's my go to uh, this year in, in down defenses in drafts. So I hate it for you. <laughs> Sniped. Zach. Zach says, I like that. <laughs> Sniped indeed, sniped indeed. The draft is complete. We are done with the draft. Guys, don't forget to hit the like button while you're watching this video. Subscribe to the channel if you are not already. Um, we're giving stuff away at the beginning of the season. Before, right before week one, we're going to go ahead and just give a signed jersey away. If you're not a subscriber um, to this channel, have your notification bell on. You won't be eligible, but you can totally win if you do those things, those simple things, and comment on the video. So don't forget to do that for us, guys. For sure. So now we are going to go through these teams, uh, 1 through 12, just kind of glance over them. I think it's a little early to be grading teams, Mm -hmm. um, but we just go over here and kind of look at them, see what we like, what we don't like about them. Let's start with the first team. Took Tua at 1, then goes Dak Prescott. 
actually managed to get a pretty solid team. I, I, I think it did get Kamara in the ninth round. What are you thinking about this team, Trey? Yeah, I mean, you know, obviously two in the one uh, feels like a mistake. Um, but, um, you know, Devonte Adams, Kenneth Walker, Keenan Allen, uh, solid players for sure. And Miles Sanders is a guy that I'm liking, uh, especially in the seventh round. Um, you know, I, I don't think he's going to be, you know, this all out amazing guy, but I think a seventh round running back, I think he's going to feel that value. Um, looking wide at some receivers? of the other guys here. Um, yeah, wide receivers, they got Devonte Adams, Keenan Allen, Mike Evans, Quentin Johnson. I like the Quentin Johnson pick in the 11th round um mooney i'm not really you know uh high on and like i've said before about mike evans it just scares me with what's going on with baker mayfield and everything um but the you know Devonte adams and keenan out really honestly um Devonte adams is probably the uh, best receiver on this team and the other guys i would really look somewhere else i know some people are big on out i just think he's washed man and evans is the same so it feels a little washed to me um and i think it started with the first pick well, Keenan Allen always does manage to produce. He does always get hurt as well. He is getting older. He's an older guy. So I, I get that completely. Bayou, what are you thinking about this first team here? Um, yeah, when I looked at it, I saw big five big question marks, right? Two a question mark. Can he stay healthy? Kenneth Walker, you got Zach Charbonnet, question mark. Devontae Adams, new quarterback, Jimmy Garoppolo, question mark. Uh, Mike Evans, new quarterback, Baker Mayfield, uh, you know, question mark. Alvin Kamara, will he play question mark you know so mm-hmm. i do love miles sanders i think he's gonna be absolutely phenomenal keenan allen when healthy showing he can be a top wide receiver uh, in the nfl going over as of right now i would just probably wouldn't have taken the two but then again like you said if you like your guy you want your guy take your guy you know who knows we could all he could be laughing at our face at the end of the year when tua tua has weapons i mean he's got Tariq hill and Jalen waddle i mean and possibly even dalvin cook so he's got the weapons to be the number one guy but as of right now just looking at rankings and things Right now, it seems a little silly, but at the end of the uh, league, yeah. he could be the one laughing in our face. So, yeah, yeah absolutely, absolutely. And uh, I mean, there's a chance he could have taken one of the elite guys. He could have took Patrick Mahomes, and two still might have fell back to him. And that's the thing you got to think about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like, like if he did want him, I get it. Grab him. I did take Tom Brady number one in a super flex draft last year, and ended up being in the final uh, championship game. So, I mean, you just never know. I mean, I I drafted at the third, the three spot then and grabbed yeah. Tom Brady. But I had to take him or he wouldn't be there. But yeah. um, I just think Tua, had you waited, you could have took Patrick Mahomes and had Tua on your team because I think he would have came back to you. And that's scary. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you got both those guys, that scares me. Yeah. yeah. No no kidding. No kidding. Let's move on to Bayou Bengals team. It's a monster. It's a freaking monster team, dude. I think this one's in the championship game. I mean, if you play it right and your guys stay healthy, look, look at that running back run there, dude. Nick Chubb, Derrick Henry, Joe Mixon, Damian Pierce right there, bro. That's a, that's at the very least a playoff team just from that right there. No doubt. Plus you got Mahomes just icing on the cake. Um, you know, uh, amazing, uh, quarterback and for fantasy, especially super flex. And then you got CJ Stroud and, and, and that's okay because even if he doesn't produce to the, uh, amount you want, Mahomes is going to cover that, uh, that, that loss you got there. Um, Evan Ingram, I think is a great tight end to have in fantasy right now. Um, and then, you know, the wide receivers obviously, um, are a little on the, uh, lower on the list, but like you said, Michael Pittman with, uh, Richardson, I think is going to be, um, have a great, uh, a much better year. Godwin, you know, I think will be the best wide receiver on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, so I do like that. And then Jacoby with Garoppolo. I don't know why. I just feel like those guys are both boring and that's why they'll connect. <laughs> like, <laughs> they're just don't all about, about the cheap rice. He could be a sleeper. 
Yeah, Rasheed Rice. I, I don't even know who that is. So uh. he's like he, he can be a combo. He's a wide a rookie wide receiver out of Rice who went to uh, the Kansas City Chiefs. Could be a combo right there. He could develop into one of his top two uh, options. So, ooh, nice. I like I it. Like and Sir Bong's a lot in the clouds. What's up, buddy? Thanks for stopping in. Hit that like button for Bong's. I already, you probably already did though. I mean, that's he does it good for us like that. So, um, when it comes to the wide receivers. I love Godwin. I rode with Godwin all year last year. He did me right. Like Trey said, Baker Mayfield over there could be good, might be bad. Who knows? But I'm a big believer in grabbing a couple wide receivers off the waiver. Guys that nobody saw coming are usually hanging out there. And, you know, you can probably get you a good guy. Christian Watson, nobody saw this kid coming. And he ended up being one of the top guys towards the end of the season last year. So, um, and, and that's usually how I play my wide receivers because there is so many of them and so many of them that can produce for you. But, but I love how you took your running backs like that because I'm, I'm big on running backs, man. And, and there's not a ton of those guys that are going to produce for you every week. Like most of these guys I can see here probably are going to do. No, that's, I mean, that's the scariest uh, list of running backs I've seen in a long time on the same team. Mm-hmm. I mean, just just think if you walked up to Nick Chubb, Derek Henry, Joe Mixon, and Damian Pierce in a bar, like, <laughs> <laughs> you're going to lose. <laughs> no kidding. No kidding. Uh, great draft, buddy. Great draft. Even if Evan Ingram was an auto pick, I still. Yeah, it was it. actually going to be um, David and Joku there. So, yeah. Ah, okay. But. Okay. I'm surprised Trey didn't take him the way he likes to snipe you, buddy. Hmm. let's move on to the third team um taking josh allen at the three spot i mean that makes sense a lot of people are saying the madden curse it's not good to take josh allen because the madden curse josh allen's not going to do great um but i still love josh allen and i don't believe in no madden curse um garrett wilson with aaron Rodgers, i love that um i'm just going to look at the running backs actually here travis Etienne. a lot of people are down on travis Etienne this year by you why is that well, Tank Bigsby, that's why. I mean, he's out of, out of Auburn. He's a, a really big running back that is going to completely vulture all of the goal line carries. I mean, he's a, a big, big back that's also kind of elusive, too. I mean, he's going to be able to take a lot of opportunities away from Travis Etienne. We have to remember that the Jacksonville Jaguars are not the old Jaguars. They're going to be winning a lot of games. They're not going to need Travis Etienne on third down catching the ball at all. I mean, they're going to be trying to run the ball out, and Tank Bigsby is going to take a lot of that work away. Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. Sure. It makes perfect sense. And his name is Tank. So, yeah, I mean, exactly. I'm going to be scared. I'm gonna be scared I should have drafted him. Yeah, I'm going to be scared of any guy named Tank who's running at me for sure. <laughs> um, Dobbins. So Dobbins is another one. Trey, Dobbins, are we big on Dobbins this year? Um, you know, I go back and forth every day. It's uh, I think that Dobbins has the ability to be a great fantasy asset, but he cannot seem to stay healthy. Um, I know he's uh, two years removed from the big injury, but it just scares me. Injuries is and, – and, you know, that's part of fantasy. I mean, injuries is going to happen regardless of what you do. So it's hard to factor that into who you pick because you're just going to be running scared the whole time. Um, but, yeah, I mean, in the sixth round, I think, uh, I think looking at Dobbins is, is not a bad idea. Bayou, you agree? I do agree. I think J.K. Dobbins, he's so electric with the football. He's absolutely phenomenal. But the problem is just that that injury history, and it's hard to to kind of ignore the injury history because it's been so significant with J.K. Even last year we said, okay, he said, I'm going to be back for week one. And then he yeah, said, J.K. He one carry, you know, he wasn't really <laughs> even active until like week three. So it's just, it's a very scary pick. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. And especially when you're second uh, after that, all you guys were Shad Penny and uh, R. Johnson. 
R. Johnson? Who is that? Rashawn Johnson. Roshan That's Johnson. Uh, for uh, yeah, Roshan for oh. uh, Chicago. Okay, got it, got it, got it. Altogether, though, what do we think? Do we think this is a playoff team? I mean, the wide receivers, C.D. Lamb, uh, we got uh, Garrett Wilson. I love uh, Christian Watson. What do we think, Trey? You know, I think it's uh, I think it's going to be kind of close. I think this team could get to the playoffs, um, but I don't know that they get very far in the playoffs, in my opinion. It just feels like a team that, that looks great on paper. I just don't know that it's going to produce to the level that they were wanting it to. What do you think, Bayou? We got a playoff team here or not? Um, it he's one injury away from being the last seed, you know, because his running back is so thin. Now he's got fun. I mean, Garrett Wilson, CD Lamb, Chigo is going to be an amazing tight end, in my opinion. He's the only pass catcher there besides Traylon Burks. Josh Allen's great as well, but he's one of these running backs. J.K. Dobbins, Travis Etienne goes goes down. Let's say week one, week two, heaven forbid. Then you're starting with Travis Etienne and what Roshan Johnson or Rashad Penny, the the fourth string right. running back right now. Exactly. So you know, I think if everybody stays healthy, I think he could possibly get there. I think it'll be a, one of the lower seeds, though. Definitely, for sure, for sure. Let's keep it moving here. Let's get to the team four. Um, I'm sure the name was there, but it's not anymore. But starting off there, quarterback with Jalen Hurts. I like that getting Saquon Barkley, then Amon Ross, St. Brown. Um, Geno Smith is their third quarterback, but they got Anthony Richardson in the fifth to uh, maybe make up for that. Who knows? Some people are saying Geno's going to do big things, though. I mean, they paid him his money. What, what do you think, Trey? Is Geno going to be the guy? I know you uh, you got a little prejudice over there with Seattle. I think Geno's going to be the guy for fantasy. Um, I think he's definitely, uh, you know, I don't mm. think he's going to be a top 10 quarterback or anything, but for super flex, I think he's definitely going to put up the numbers that you want um, out of your uh, super flex position. Um, but I also would say that I want Anthony Richardson in that spot more. So I would honestly keep Geno on the bench, you know, see how they perform. Um, you know, Geno put up some big numbers for fantasy last year. Um, you know, he really uh, stepped out of his uh, uh, covers and kind of shine a little bit for everybody. Um, but I really, really like this team actually um this is the exact kind of spot i want where i can get a jalen hurt saquon and amon raw right from the start i mean <laughs> that right there that triple threat to me is just like exactly what i want for fantasy this year every time he sees amon raw he's like that's the way i like to start my draft <laughs> every time he sees amon raw in the first three every time I, but i love it i love it buddy i got a question for you by you jackson smith and jig talk to me about this guy yeah, he's he's phenomenal. Like we have to remember Jackson Smith and Jigba was the third wide receiver in an Ohio State offense last season with Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave, and he did better than Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson. He had he had more yards and, and more stats. He was just better. And now he comes into an offense where he's gonna be the slot wide receiver for the most part. It's gonna probably take a lot of um a lot of Tyler Lockett's work away, and he's going to be a phenomenal wide receiver for years to come as long as Geno Smith can keep try, kind of producing. I, I hate that he's thrown for more yards last year than he has until his rookie season. The rookie season is <laughs> the only time right. he ever threw him for more than more yards than he did last season. So I just think that Jackson Smith and Jigba will be a top fantasy wide receiver for absolute years to come. <laughs> Talking to you, Dynasty people who are, who are watching. Keep an no eye doubt. on Jigba. I love it. Uh, another question I got for you, Bayou. I know I'm hitting you with them, but uh, we're going to keep it going. The Philadelphia backfield, they got Swift over there. Um, what? A, what? A, well, who do you think is going to be the guy? Who can we rely on in, in on the Eagles this year? Uh, the main guy, I believe, even though I was just kind of taking a dump on him, is, is it's going to be um, Elijah, Pen- uh, Elijah Penny. Uh, Rashad, Rashad Penny. Rashad oh. Penny should be 
the starting running back. I think DeAndre Swift, again, has such a huge injury history, just like J.K. Dobbins does. I just have no faith that DeAndre Swift can be the guy there. He's never played for more than, what, six or seven games in a season his entire NFL career. And I don't think that trend's going to stay any better with DeAndre Swift. So I think that he's going to end up losing his job just based off of injury. But if he stayed healthy, DeAndre Swift's got all the talent in the world. He should definitely be the guy. He's just, you know, basically on this team, it's kind of a, la- a worse version of what we saw in team number three uh-huh. is that he has no backup running back. It's just Elijah Mitchell. Mm-hmm. And you know, he's got Christian McCaffrey ahead of him. So he's even in worse position. Exactly. Exactly. The running backs scare me. The, the wide receivers. Uh, I mean, of course I love Amon Ra and, and Jigba. If he does what you say he's going to do, he's going to be do big things. Tyler Lockett. We can always depend on him. Tyler Boyd. Um, we know how that goes. Rondell Moore. Um, so maybe some of those lower guys could help them, those wide receiver three types, maybe a little bit. But I'm with you when it comes to the running backs. I mean, you can't just rely only on Saquon to help you win to get to the championship. So it makes sense. Um, what do you think, Trey? I think this one thing that this team could have done that would have changed this team dramatically is instead of grabbing Geno Smith in the fourth, grab Joe Mixon. I think that would have made this team uh, yes. just skyrocket. Uh-huh. Um, on the list there because then you can still get Anthony Richardson in the fifth. You've got your quarterbacks. You've got your two uh, heavy hitter running backs. you got Amon Ra and then Smith and Jigba. I think that would change this team completely. I think going back-to-back quarterback right there at the 4-5 has really hurt this team because they had a great start, but then it kind of died off after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. What do you think, Bayou? Yeah, I mean, I 100% agree. I was actually going to mention the same thing, but I think that somebody like Joe Mixon could have set him completely apart. I think that he just so thin on running back right now. I mean, just to grab Geno Smith, who was possibly a one-year wonder to sacrifice a solid running back for that when you mm-hmm. could have had somebody, like you said, like Anthony Richardson, who I think is going to be way better fantasy-wise than Geno Smith. So, you know, just a little bit of, a, in my opinion, a misstep there, but you never know. Could be laughing at us in the disease, like I always say. So <laughs> <laughs> you never know. You never, never know. know. Playoff team, Trey. Do we got a playoff team here? Or are they just too thin at running back? I think it's just too thin, man. I mean, uh, outside of you know some big injuries from say Christian McCaffrey or something like that, you know, you have you have the possibility there. But other than that, I think this team is going to struggle. I think they're going to win some weeks, and they're going to uh, the the teams that are going to the playoffs are going to be mad at this team because they lost them a couple weeks. Um, with Jalen Hurts and Saquon and Amon Ra, but um, I don't I don't know that they get to the playoffs. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Buy you playoff team or not? Nah? No, I mean you're already saying there's two weeks that that are automatic losses. There's two weeks he's not going to have a starting running back in there. I mean you can't you can't count the one point Elijah Mitchell's going to give you. So right. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Let's keep it moving. Let's go to the next team. Starting off with my boy Joey B. Joe. Brrr. I love it. I love it. Then grabbing Stefan Diggs, who was not at uh, OTAs, and uh, McDermott's pretty upset about it from what I've read. Um, but uh, he was on TikTok, Trey, right? Wasn't he? Yeah, with uh, with his brother. They were doing uh, drills in the backyard. So he's so training. <laughs> he's doing something. He's doing something. Um, but uh, running back wise, uh, Jamar Gibbs. I love me some Jamar Gibbs. I think he's going to do great. He's going to, he's number one on the depth chart in Detroit. So I love that. Josh Jacobs, Pacheco. Do we think Pacheco is going to do big things this year by you? 
Oh, yeah. I think Isaiah Pacheco showed a lot of flashes last season. He showed that he can really – has vision out of this world. I mean, his jump cuts are really, really good. And I think just being on the offense of Kansas City, he's just going to have more of a rapport with with uh, Patrick Mahomes, and he's going to get a lot more opportunities than he did last season. I think he's at a really good value right now as far as ADP goes in drafts. Yeah. And uh, I think he could be a really, really solid fantasy running back. Trey, you want to talk to us about these wide receivers real quick on Team 5? Yeah, so, you know, uh, Diggs not showing up to mandatory practice. I think that uh, doesn't really affect how he's going to perform for fantasy. I think he'll be just fine. I think he just is like, I don't need that. Um, Christian Kirk, I really like, um, you know, obviously with Ridley, I think, uh, taking some of the um, uh, pressure off of him a little bit. Kadarius Toney, um, potential wide receiver one in the ninth round, you know, uh, I've talked about that several times. I think, you know, obviously outside of injury, um, this dude can be a menace. Uh, of course, injury is a big problem, which is why he gets in the ninth round. But then, you know, you don't you don't waste too much there. Um, Elijah Moore, we already talked about him. Uh, great pickup in the 11th round. Got him some Cortland Sutton, who I don't think is going to produce near as well as Jerry Judy this year. But, I mean, in the 12th round, it's just bench fodder anyway. Um, you know, it's it's a little rough at wide receiver, but I don't hate it completely. Um, and then Joe Burrow and Jared Goff, I think, are solid quarterback options for Superflex. Yeah, I love the Joey Burr and uh, Goff. Um, the Detroit Lions, we're all super excited about them this year. I think it's that true underdog story that we're all just kind of grabbing onto, and everybody's just loving yeah. that. What do you think, uh, Bayou, the Detroit Lions? Are they going to do something? Are they going to make the playoffs this year? I like Detroit, and, and people laugh a lot, but I think Jared Goff is a, a – He's a good quarterback. I wouldn't say he's a great, but he's a really good quarterback. We got to remember what he did with the Rams. I mean, he he can sustain top tier type of wide receivers when he was doing it with Cooper Cup. So, I mean, I really like the Lions, especially when um, Williams gets back. I think that this could be a high flying type of offense. Absolutely. Absolutely. Real quick, Bengal, uh, do you think that uh, Kadarius Tony is going to be a fantasy value wide receiver one, or do you think he's just going to? He will be the number one for Kansas City. I mean, his thing was just a health issue last season. Uh, This season comes in completely healthy. Kadarius Honey has immense, immense talent. I think he'll be the number one uh, wide receiver for this team. And I think uh, Rasheed Rice will be the number two wide receiver for this team. He's got all the potential in the world, not only because of his talent, but because his quarterback is Patrick Mahomes. I love Kadarius Honey this season. Nice, heck nice, yeah nice. heck yeah um playoff team what do you think trey do we have a playoff team here team five yeah i think i think they could definitely get there um you know obviously uh i'm a big fan of dallas goddard at tight end i think that's a great pick there um running backs are, are pretty solid as long as Jace, josh jacobs can continue um his great efforts um I, I don't hate this team at all i think this team can definitely get to the playoffs um they're gonna fight hard and have to use the waiver a little bit but i think this is a solid team I do too. I think it's a playoff team. Bayou, what do you think? Playoff team, team five. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolute playoff team. I think the depth is what's really going to help him get in. He's got pieces that he can slot in for bye weeks and such. So I like it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And Dalton Kincaid uh, over there. Been hearing a lot of big things about Dalton Kincaid. Got him in the 13th round. Bayou, what are you hearing about him? Dalton Kincaid, if we look at his draft profile, like he was the best pass catcher. Uh, coming out of college for the tight ends this season. He's got amazing hands. He can get in and out of his breaks very, very quickly. This guy, he's going to be playing more outside and in the slot. He's more of a slot wide receiver. I think Dalton Knox will be playing a lot based on actually the tight end position. I'm not sure Dalton Kincaid's actually going to play the tight end position. Mm. I think he'll be that slot receiver, more like a Jimmy Graham type of role. He's, mm. he's a mismatch for both cornerbacks and for linebackers. So he should be a really, really solid option. I know tight ends don't have a good history of being good in fantasy, but Dalton Kincaid has the opportunity of being really good in his rookie season. So, 
way I say it is in your 13th round, you know, when you're grabbing a a tight end, uh, which, you know, he's got Goddard, you know, as long uh, he'll be consistent. But those tight ends in the late round, man, it's almost touchdown or bust for a lot of those guys. And if you get a guy kind of like that uh, playing the slot role and stuff like that, I think you're going to be touchdown and more than you are busting. Mm -hmm. For sure. For sure. Let's move it on to the next team. Square two, three, four, five. Justin Herbert as their first quarterback off the board. Then they're going with Jonathan Taylor, Deshaun Watson, who we touched on a little bit earlier. Devonta Smith, what do you think? Devonta Smith, Jerry Judy, Mark uh, Hollywood Brown, uh, those are the wide receivers on this team. It looks like they grabbed Jamison Williams too, maybe for the second half of the uh, the season, I suppose. But uh, Trey, what do you think about these wide receivers on this team? Yeah, obviously the Jamison Williams pick, I'm not really big on grabbing players who are uh, going to be out several games in draft. I think uh, you can find them later on the waiver and and work the way around that. I mean, maybe they're a Jamison Williams fan. I am too, but it's just someone that I would wait on. Um, I really have been leaning more um, hyped up around Justin Herbert. I really think uh, he has a better year this year. Um, you know, there's, he's fully healthy, says everything's going good. They've got some more pieces for him to work with. Um, obviously, you know, I hate Kyle Pitts. Um, but Devonta Smith and Jerry Judy and Hollywood Brown, I think is a sneaky, solid, uh, three wide receivers there. Um, Devonta Smith, I really think steps it up. I know he was a little wishy-washy last year, but he won me a lot of weeks. Jerry Judy, I think is, uh, immaculately steps up. I think he has the ability to be a top 10 wide receiver actually. Um, and then Hollywood Brown, you know, with, uh, Hopkins gone, um, I mean, this team has got to put up points somehow and they've got to have somebody catch the ball. And as your wide receiver three, I think it's a, a, a fair trade. Bayou, what do you think? What do you think about this team? Yeah, I, overall, I, I would say I actually kind of like the team. I think there's some some things that, that bother me. I know Cam Akers, there's a big chance that uh, he's not going to be their running back. You know, Zach Evans will probably end up taking over that role, the rookie that came in here. Uh, Cam Akers, as long as he can stay in the, in the good graces, he'll be okay. But there is no other running back on this roster that I can really worry. Zach Charbonnet, you've got Kenneth Walker in front of him. We don't know what's going to come out of that. Yeah. And um Devin A. Chain is the smallest running back to come out since Trenton Holiday out of LSU. So he's just he's just not going to be a, a big factor. I don't care how fast he is; he's just too small for that role. You know, um, I do like Marquise Brown. Colt McCoy most likely is going to be the starting quarterback there, and he likes to throw those nice, accurate type of balls, and that's going to be perfect for Marquise Brown. I think he can shoot down the field um, and and have some positive points. So overall, I think I do like the team. The big question mark for me in a starting lineup would be Cam Akers and Kyle Pitts. Can Kyle Pitts finally put it together this season? But if not, he's going to be in trouble. Yeah. I was just going to ask you that, uh, if, uh, and I already know the answer, but um, would you rather have Kyle Pitts in the fifth round or Jelani Woods in the 14th? <laughs> oh, Jelani Woods in the 14th. I, I just, Kyle Pitts has all the talent in the world. He just, they just they're not putting it together for him. He's I had him two years ago and I was frustrated every week. I ended up benching him. So yep. even though his talent level is there, I just think this opportunity for Woods is way better than Pitts right now. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I grabbed him his rookie year. I thought, uh, dude, I'm gonna have a sneaky good tight end here. I the exact same thing happened to me. Then what was it last year, Trey? You and Yeah, Kyle I Pitts? dropped him in week two. And everybody was like, just hang on, just keep holding on. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, nah, but I dropped and I was telling everybody, I'm like, drop this dude, drop it like it's hot. People were like some people I seen even held on to like week ten. And I'm like, You have you're wasting a spot on your roster at this point. I mean, I can't really say anything. That's what I did um in his rookie season i i held him i held i thought you know but that's before we had like uh two seasons almost behind to, to see what he actually could do um but i agree with you Bayou. he's got all the talent in the world he just can't they just can't put it together um but uh do we think this is a playoff team trey 
Um, I think their running back struggles enough that it's gonna um that's gonna put them down pretty bad. Um, Deshaun Watson is our QB two. That scares me. If they had a better QB two, I think that this team um could actually get there. Um, but it scares me with their running back depth. I just don't know if they have what it takes to push it outside of somebody else getting hurt and getting a better waiver wire grab. By you, same question. Do we have a playoff team on our hands? I don't think this one makes the, the the playoffs. I just I don't like you having to depend on Zach Charbonnet week in and week out. Not only is he a rookie, but he has a phenomenal sophomore type player right in front of him. I mean, he might get a little bit of third down roll if that, but he's not really a pass catching back. He's a he's a, a one two punch combo in first and second down, which is the same exact thing Kenneth Walker is. So just having one of my flex that I have to put in week in and week out is Zach Charbonnet. I don't know if I like that. And, and again, I don't like Jamison Williams coming back from injury. Who knows mm-hmm. what's going to happen with that? So I just think he misses the playoffs. Yep. I, um, I, I tend to agree. You go ahead, Trey. Real quick. I just want to, you know, I, I like to do this. Um, so I think this team would be dramatically better if at the five spot, instead of grabbing Kyle Pitts, they would have grabbed Aaron Jones. Um, I think that would change this team dramatically. Um, it's just that one simple swap um, that I think would uh, really improve uh, a team like this. Yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. Let's move on to the next team, and that is Trey's team. Didn't go with the norm, didn't grab, didn't feel like he had to grab a quarterback after that big quarterback run, which I love. Gets him some CMC, which I don't think he's ever really had. Have you, Trey? Mm -mm, Nope. Yeah, you never had that in your life. That's all right, though. And then A.J. Brown, his quarterbacks, uh, Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson. I got to ask you, Bayou, what do you think about his quarterback room? Um, I, I like, I, I like it, man. I mean, I think he's done really, really well. Um, cause you're, you're just talking about the quarterback right now, right? Yeah. Just quarterback. Right? Yeah. So I think Aaron Rodgers. I mean, he's got probably the best cast ever, even, even when he had Devontae Adams back there, because his whole supporting cast right now, you got, you got a uh, hall in the backfield. You got Garrett Wilson out there. Garrett Wilson's he's comp to what Adams was whenever he was younger. I think he's phenomenal. Russell Wilson now coming with uh, Sean Payton coming back over. They said, Hey, you can't bring your own guys in here anymore. You're going to do my workout. I think, I think he's going to have, I mean, he can't get any worse, right? I mean, let's just, let's just say it. But <laughs> I mean, I, I think Russell Wilson, and Aaron Rodgers getting him even later. I think you've got some top talent that just a few years ago we're talking about you know easily top eight quarterbacks in the nfl so i love it no doubt absolutely and cm popping in says trey's team would be a beast team in a best ball draft yeah i could see that for sure um but uh, let's let's look at the running back position you got cmc alexander madison uh jameson williams jamal jamal williams there's so many jay williams (laughs) there's so many um and then he's got Mostert down there um i love the cmc the madison there's still question mark really around that i mean we know know he's going to get some work but is he going to get the all the work that we hope he does maybe maybe again like bayou says maybe uh down the road this guy's laughing at us because he's got two main running backs on his team I just feel like it could be a little stronger with running back, to be completely honest. Um, but I do love the wide receivers, man. I like A.J. Brown, Metcalf. Traylon Burks, I think, has a, a great year this year. Bayou, running back room in the wide oh. receivers. Kind of touch on that a little. I love his running backs. I, I just <laughs> dropped a video actually on my channel on Alexander Madison. We have to realize, in his career, uh-huh. Alexander Madison six times 
has ran for over 20 carries a game. And in six games, five out of those six games, he had over 113 yards rushing. And the only game he didn't, he ran for 90-something yards and like two or three touchdowns. And on top of that, had caught at least three passes in every single one of those games. So when given the opportunity to be good, over 20 carries a game, he's absolutely phenomenal. He's going to be one of the top running backs this year. He's an easy, easy top 10 running back. And I think he's going to shock tons of people. And next year when we're drafting, Alexander Madison will be a first-round pick. Ooh, I'm sure you do love it. He's talking about your team. Um, <laughs> but, but but do we know the Vikings are going to run with this guy? This is going to be their guy? Is that is that what we're hearing? So he was he he went in free agency. He said, "Hey, look, I want to go in free agency. I don't want to find any type of tenders. I want to be a starting running back." And then all of a sudden, he signs a two-year deal, which is actually really good. I think it's like eight eight million dollars. So it's like they told him, "Hey, look, Cook is not going to be on the roster." I called it when I did a live stream a while back ago, and I said, "Look, he's going to be the guy. They're going to release Cook." This was before it even came out there because why would Alexander Madison come back to those Vikings when he's already publicly said, I want to be a starting running back. So they already told him he was going to be the man. He's going to have the opportunity. There's nobody behind him. Are we talking about Ty Chandler or, or, or the rookie McBride. None of them are going to even compete. They're not going to bring in a veteran. You're not going to see anybody like Ezekiel Elliott. Alexander Madison's 24 years old. He's yeah. gotten the opportunities when he has gotten the opportunities. He's been amazing. I think him the ball early and often quite a bit. They've lost Adam Thielen. They got another rookie. I know they got to feed Justin Jefferson, but Kirk Cousins, they don't want to let him let him ride on his old arm. Alexander Madison, watch. Ooh, and in the sixth round, that would be value if Watch. Bayou Bengal is correct. And then just touch on his wide receivers a little bit, buddy. Yeah, wide receivers, really, really good. A.J. Brown, obviously one of the best friends for Jalen Hurts. He's going to get a lot of opportunities. He's more of a boomer bust type of wide receivers because there's some games that Devontae Smith comes in and it's his type of game. But more often than not, A.J. Brown's giving you top stellar type of plays. D.K. Metcalf, obviously one of Geno Smith's favorite targets. I really, really like it. Traylon Burks. I think he's going to mature a lot. I think he's going to be the man. There's no other pass catchers in this offense. I mean, Nick Westbrook, Econ, no, no, thank you. I think it's going to be all Traylon Burke and uh, Chiggy. Uh, Jordan Addison, I love that play as well. I think he's a great wide receiver, rookie wide receiver out of USC coming in here. I think he's one of the top wide receivers that are in the drafts. Uh, Odell Beckham, I actually do like him. I think uh, he showed really good flashes when he played uh, for the Rams when he came back in after injury. So I think it's just a really good opportunity. He's got a, a lot of good plethora. He's got some good depth. I like his team. I'm telling and he took the Saints defense. I mean, <laughs> oh, that's what it's all about. He took What's the Saints about? defense. All yes, of a sudden, sir. he's a playoff team. <laughs> he didn't tell you what he was doing. Uh yeah, I think he's a playoff team, though, for sure. As oh, long yeah. as Rodgers and Wilson does their thing. Um, I really do. I think he's got a playoff team there. Yep. But let's move it on to the next team. We got Dwan Yek starting off with Jefferson and Cooper Cup as their wide receivers, and Calvin Ridley, Michael Thomas. Geez, those uh, wide receivers are stacked. Mm-hmm. Um, but what do you think about the running back room, Trey? Give me a little. Uh... I mean, Tony Pollard, Najee Harris, you know, uh, going in the third and fourth round, I think uh, that, that you know, it's not the worst thing. I mean, start out with Justin Jefferson and Cooper Cup. When you take strong wide receivers first, you're going to have to lean a little bit uh, down the list on running back. And you got some decent guys. I know I don't. I'm, we're not sure if Tony Pollard is going to be able to handle, you know, a massive amount of work. Um, but Najee Harris, I think, has a, a improved year for sure. Um, got Damian Harris down there. We'll still have to see what he has to what he does on the team. Obviously, uh, Kendra Miller is going to be more of kind of an injury thing, and and here and there, like uh, Bengal talked about. 
Um, but you know, I don't hate the running back room. I think it um, it could use a little work. But like I said, you know, you got Justin Jefferson, Cooper Cup, and Calvin Ridley. They're going to cover for some of that running back that you're lacking. Uh huh. And in the thirteenth round, Jonathan Mingo, I think is I think he's a sleeper this year. I think Mingo uh, gets with Bryce Young, and those guys actually do something. Bayou, what are you hearing about Mingo? Um, I, I'm he- It's it's kind of a tale of two tapes here because I'm hearing all positive about Mingo. The problem uh-huh. is when I did my scouting. And I looked at the tape of Mingo. I, I didn't. I thought he was sluggish. I didn't think he had very good hands. So I, I, I think he was overdrafted. I don't think he, he was taken way too early in the NFL draft. But mm. the team likes him. And yep. when you take somebody that that early, when you have a rookie quarterback like Bryce Young, they're going to use it. They're going to mesh together. Exactly. I mean, who are they? they have Terrace Marshall Jr. No, they're going to get these two guys together. They're going to build a chemistry. And, and based on opportunity, I think Mingo's going to produce for you. Yep. I just don't think that I like his tape enough to draft him myself. Mm. Um but that's kind of what I think about Mingo. Well, and and the way I see it is is Mingo. I don't know if he'll ever come off the bench with you know Justin Jefferson, Cooper Cup, Calvin Ridley, Michael Thomas, Deontay Johnson ahead of him. You know, You're right? It's almost like you just grab a. Uh, I would drop Mingo, grab a running back from the waiver wires just to have him. And my bench on this team would just be full of running backs, um, backup running backs for injuries yeah. and everything like that because my receivers are so stacked on this team. Uh, his quarterbacks, he went and got Bryce Young, got the uh, the stack with Mingo just in case. Matthew Stafford, you know, and Cooper Cup. Uh, so, you know, it's the one that does kind of scare me a little bit to have uh, those two right there like that, because when you're when you're running uh, teams like that with multiple players on the same team, you know, if they have a bad week, it could lose your week for you. Um, got him some Jordan Love, too, though. So he kind of uh, waited a little bit on quarterbacks to get some of these stronger players and then just grabbed a couple guys, bam, 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 just to see, um, you know, hopefully get some potential out of those. I really don't hate this team at all, though. This is the kind of way I, I would like to draft Superflex. Uh, I get excited about getting those late-round quarterbacks that produce when nobody expects and and still getting your Justin Jefferson, Cooper Cup, Calvin Ridley. I really love that three-second wide receiver. Yeah, me too. I do. I do like it too. And Najee, we're hearing a lot of good stuff about Najee. I mean, he had that Liz Frank tear in uh, last year, and he, he came back a little sluggish. But towards the end of the season, I think he still got like 10 touchdowns. So um, we're, we're really thinking Najee is going to uh, get back to his uh, former self this year. Bayou, don't you think? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think the last four games of the regular season, he was he was rushing 20, 20 carries a game. Jalen Warren was almost a non-factor. A lot of people say because he looked really good when given the opportunity, Jalen Warren did. Yeah. But once he came back and he was healthy and strong, it was all Najee Harris. We know that Mike Tomlin likes to use a one running back system all the way back to Le'Veon Bell or whoever they were using. It's one running back, and this running back is Najee Harris. He's good. Don't get caught up with all this Jalen Warren hype. Najee Harris is the guy there, and he's going to be really good this season. Absolutely, absolutely, and um, I think this is definitely a playoff team. Just uh, yeah, just, just, uh, just because the, the wide receivers, man. I think the yeah. wide receivers can carry you almost all the way. Mm-hmm. Don't sleep on Irv Smith. I think he's gonna be really good. All yeah, right. in the fifteenth round, baby. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, Irv Smith. We were excited about him last year too, though, weren't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah, until he gets hurt. <laughs> looks good though. Looks good. Let's move to the next team. We got Boomhauer. All right, let's pick that that team right there. Oh, that Boom Howard, team over there. Get that team right there. We got Trevor Lawrence at the one, Bijan at the two, three. We kind of touched on Bijan. I think every episode we've ha- have had. Um, I'm excited about Bijan. Bayou's excited about Bijan. Then he goes. Mark Andrews gets his tight end. I got a question for you, Bayou. Mark Andrews. Can we rely on him this year? Oh, absolutely. I think just just based on the fact that Lamar Jackson, number one, got a big deal. Number two, he's allowed to call his plays. He loves 
Mark Andrews, them two together, it, there's a huge rapport there. He loves to throw to a reliable tight end. That's Mark Andrews. I think you're going to see Mark Andrews actually vault Travis Kelsey this season and be the number one tight end in fantasy. Ooh. <laughs> Whoa, I love it. I like to hear that. Um, oof, that one took me off guard. I like it. <laughs> Hot take. Um, so I got, I'm going to go with by you one more time here. And that's with the Tyler Algier, Bijan Robinson stuff that we've all heard and talked about. Can we rely on Algier? Do we think Algier is going to get, um, fantasy relevant type carries or what? Yeah. I mean, the fantasy yardage itself it was number two in the league and they were number one in the actual attempts in the NFL. I mean, there's plenty of opportunities to say that Algier can come away with 750 to either 800 yards rushing and, and quite a few touchdowns. I mean, he is a flex viable type of person i don't think he's going to be one of your starting running backs but if you put in you can put algier i think in a flex week in and week out and you still want to have solid type of production just based off how many times they run the ball in atlanta i think i think he's a great pick mm-hmm. yep trey let's let's take a look at the wide receivers here drake london debo samuel mike williams rashad bateman down there and then it got adam thielen in the 13th round what are you thinking buddy are these some guys that you think you could rely on yeah, I mean, uh, definitely, you know, I, I like Debo Samuel, obviously, especially uh, he's fallen a little bit in drafts just because of his age and everything like that. I do like him. Drake London, I think, uh, has a better year this year. I mean, this dude uh, is just an all-around great athlete if the team can just figure out how to get their uh, passing game uh, together. Mike Williams, obviously, is kind of a boomer bust type receiver, but it's your Absolutely. third receiver on your team. Um, I think this team is pretty solid all around. It's not just the greatest team in the world, but it's nowhere near the worst. I think this is a very consistent across the board team. I think it's a playoff team in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. And I, I think people are sleeping on Adam Thielen this year. I, I, I really like uh, Thielen uh, with Carolina with Bryce Young. I think he's going to come in there, be the, the vet that he is and, and uh, be fantasy relevant and then getting him down at the 13th round. I mean, don't you agree by you? Oh yeah. I mean, absolutely. It's just, yeah, there's nothing else I can add to that. It's just a hundred percent. Yeah, you're right. The only yep. thing I disagree or I don't really care about this team is, is the Mac Jones at my QB two. Um, I would have just tried to find somebody else, you know, like a Purdy or a, I mean, not a Purdy, but, a, um, Bryce Young or, uh, you know, CJ Stroud or something like that over yep. a Mac Jones. I've just, we've seen what he can do for fantasy and it hasn't been great. I'd rather go, go out on a limb with a rookie or something. He- yeah, I think I agree with you when it comes with that. Uh, CM's got a question. Bateman, Odell, thoughts? Well, what do you think? Is Bateman better than Odell or what, Trey? Um, I think Odell is definitely going to be more valuable for fantasy, um, which is, you know, that's what we're here for. Um, you know, I like Bateman as a player. I just think uh, for fantasy value and, and the way this team's going to look, I think Bateman is going to be pushed to the back of the um, the locker room with um, all the point, the pieces that they've added to this team. And uh, Bayou, what do you think? Bateman is greater than Odell? What do you think? Uh, I think Odell's going to be the better fantasy guy. I mean, Odell and Lamar Jackson, away from football, are actually good friends, which is one of the reasons why the Ravens signed Odell Beckham to get Lamar Jackson to sign a contract with the Ravens. I think they, they, they're already having a good rapport because they have a good off-the-field relationship. I think he's just going to force-feed Odell the ball early and often, and you may even see a little bit of a, a little resurgence from Odell. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see a 1,000 yards receiving from Odell. Absolutely. And uh, so what do we think? I'm going to go playoff team for sure. I mean, Trey, you already kind of said by you. What do you think? Playoff team? Definitely a playoff team, especially if Dalvin Cook ends up landing with the rumored from the Bleacher Report uh, today that Dalvin Cook is rumored to be interested in going to the Bills. And if he ends up with the Bills... It's gonna it's gonna kill Cook and it's gonna kill Damian Harris, but I think that's a great landing spot for him. And if he ends up with the Bills and putting Dalvin Cook on in his flex, 
I love Bijan. I love uh, Ramondre Stevenson. This is definitely a playoff team. Playing with his little brother on the Bills, huh? We talked about that on the last Tuesday show, right? Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Two cooks. You're never going to know who's in the game. (laughs) You're going to get excited when Cook gets a touchdown and find out (laughs) it wasn't your cook. uh okay awesome let's go to the next team trey why don't you take over for this next team here yeah let's see here this guy starts off with some lamar jackson oh speaking of this guy it's actually uh bandy uh man above me here uh team so start off with some lamar jackson uh austin eckler got him some kirk cousins there um let's see let's look at your running backs real quick austin eckler aaron jones antonio gibson p ryan and Jarek mckinnon god i love the Jarek mckinnon in the late rounds man i look at it every time it's beautiful to me (laughs) i just don't understand why he's fallen so far but i'll take it um i think the running back room is solid you got some depth there um receiver wise you know obviously you waited to the sixth round to look at receiver but scary terry does what scary terry does um Ayuk, you know he he has hit or miss but he did do a lot better last year um and brandon cooks i think is going to be amazing value at receiver i really like him this year being in dallas on, on a more high octane offense um and then some gabe dave you know to see what happens is more depth for your receiver room um yeah and you said you auto drafted hawkinson but i still don't think it was a bad pick yeah. um I don't, I don't hate this team at all. Um, obviously, uh, Kirk Cousins, you know, I w- uh, might have looked somewhere a little different right there. But everything else, man, I really like this team. What do you think, Bayou? Yeah, I like this team too. Um, I think one of my favorite picks is the Antonio Gibson. A lot of people don't remember. J.D. McKissick is gone. That's 45 uh, catches right there that's out of the gate. Uh, Brian Robinson Jr. isn't going to be catching the ball. He doesn't catch the ball. It's not what he does. Antonio Gibson was a really good fantasy running back before uh, Robinson came to town. I think – Antonio Gibson could be a very sneaky player. Uh, I love Brandon Cooks here. I think he's going to have the opportunity of not having the number one uh, cornerback on him anymore. He's, his whole career, he's had the number one cornerback. Now he's got the uh, the number two cornerback on him, and he can fly still. He's, he's still a little older, but he can still fly. And Dak Prescott loves throwing his 400 yards. So I think uh, that was a good a good choice there. I like uh, Terry McLaurin's really good. Your running back room really is, is good. I love your depth. I like Samaje Piran. I think for the beginning of the season, I think he's going to be the man in Denver. Yes, sir. Uh, I love Jared McKinnon. Like you said, I don't know why people are sleeping on this guy so much, but uh, overall, I like it. Um, uh, Baker Mayfield, uh, sus, but hey, we'll go with that. <laughs> Just had to get that last shot in there, didn't you? <laughs> CM popping in. Solid team, Bandy. Thank you, CM. And Sir Bongs a lot. Just to let you know, he's still in the clouds. Hey. So, playoff team. What do you think, Trey? Yeah, I think this team can definitely get to the playoffs. Um, You know, like you said, you know, you like to work the waiver wire with the wide receiver. Um, I think that, um, you know, maybe working around a little, if Gabe doesn't produce, you know, you can grab some guys up here, but everything else I think is super solid. Um, I think this team can make the playoffs for sure. Hey, Bayou, what do you think? Am I making the playoffs? No, I think you're definitely making the playoffs. One of the the better teams we've seen uh, today and – who knows if, God forbid, it ends up happening to where Gabe Davis is the number one wide receiver because uh, Diggs just doesn't want to play for him anymore. Hey. You just got yourself an absolute steal. I think you have the depth to make you to, to make you get into the playoffs and actually maybe even make some noise in the playoffs. So, good yes, job, man. sir. Yes, sir. Brong says his feet still haven't hasn't touched the earth in twelve years because he's in the clouds. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, Bongs. Guys, going to do a quick reminder. We got two teams left here. Guys, don't forget to like this video for us. That helps us out tremendously. Helps us get out there with the YouTube algorithm. And subscribe to the channel. We've talked about it already. We're giving stuff away. And if you're a subscriber, you're basically already there. So uh, let's keep it going. Uh, Bayou, why don't you kick us off with Team 11, buddy? 
Yeah, Team 11, uh, we're starting at the top. It, it, it's kind of a question mark for me because Kyler Murray is not going to start as at the beginning of the season. That's probably going to be Colt McCoy. And if we we look down, the only other quarterback he's got is Trey Lance, and he may not play either. So Yikes. I'm not seeing any quarterbacks on this team, but going down and kind of running down his running backs, you know, Javante Williams and David Montgomery. Uh, I like both of those. David Montgomery, I still kind of like him, but I think if I'm not mistaken – he ended up getting hurt or something here recently. Mm-hmm. In OTAs, yeah. yeah. Yeah, in OTAs. So, who knows? Javante, so Kyler Murray, this is like team injury right here. Kyler Murray may not play week one. <laughs> Javante Williams might not play week one. David Montgomery may not play week one. I mean, Hopkins, we don't know what team he's on. I like his his, his wide receivers overall. I mean, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Jalen Waddle, Amari Cooper. Uh, Hopkins should be solid. Uh, we just talked about James Cook. He could possibly be gone um, if, if Dalvin Cook comes over to town. I do like Zay Flowers as well. Uh, Zeke Elliott doesn't have a, a, a team right now, and Dawson Knox is—I don't know—I I never liked Dawson Knox. He was actually one of my best. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that pretty much sums up his whole roster. I think most of them won't be there for week, week one. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I think this guy had a good, uh, uh, like a, a, a decent strategy to start with. You know, he tried to pull that, you know, grab great wide receivers and get some Kelsey. But it seems like every time I see a team go wide receiver Kelsey or Kelsey wide receiver, that team ends up failing towards the end. Um, it's just hard to come back with the running back room when you get those great guys. And I mean, he just kept going T Higgins, Jalen Waddle, Amari Cooper, all great receivers, but you got to understand that all this depth is leaving the board, you know, at running back at quarterback at tied in, um, or outside of tied in, he got, he got, uh, Travis Kelsey. So just one of those things that you get caught up in, in all these great names and then you, and then you get down to the end and you're like, Oh God, what do I do at quarterback? What do I do at running back? And, and there just wasn't much left for him to grab. For sure, for sure. CM says, can Bayou drop his YouTube handle? Absolutely, and I'll put it in the description below. It's Bayou Bangle 25 um, You can go not to anymore. YouTube. No, not anymore? Tell put it, I, I, put it, I just added it, so it should be right here. You should see it. Oh, yeah. Because oh. I'm Bayou Bingo Fantasy Network now, so it's at Bayou Bingo FN. Oh, there you go. There yeah, you go. Oh, my bad. There you go. Get get by you. Get over there. Subscribe to his channel. Obviously, if you've been listening to this guy talk, you know he knows his stuff. Go over there. Check out his channel, man. Big things going on over there. What do you think? Team 11 is a playoff team, Trey? No. Uh, I think <laughs> Team 11 uh, is going to struggle at quarterback all year long. There's not much left, especially in a super flex league. Quarterbacks are going to be three per team. Uh, he's going to have a hard time every week, um, especially week one when half his team isn't available to play. Huh, huh. Let's look at let's take a look real quick, just because I'm interested. What quarterbacks are still on the board? Tannehill, Will Levis, Kyle Trask, Jacoby Brissett, the legend Mike White, Gardner Minshew. Yeah. Taylor. So he's Heineken. praying for an injury uh Pretty or two. <laughs> and and just Heineken. to have that waiver priority. I think Heineke will take over as a starter over Ritter. I mean, it I could definitely see it for sure. Um mm-hmm. I mean, we've seen Heineke. It seems like every time he's there, he ends up getting his shot and and maybe doing a little bit with it too. Because yeah. I mean, I like Heineke a lot. Um, but I agree, you got to have quarterback, especially in a two quarterback league. Let's go on to Team Twelve, the final team, busting it off with Justin Fields. I almost took Justin Fields. I was kind of bouncing back and forth between Lamar and Justin Fields. Um, if you had to have your pick, Bayou, who do you got, Lamar or Justin Fields? Lamar all day, and I'm going to take a, a take that it's probably not a popular take because I know a lot of people are high on Fields. I just uh, Fields is going to be he won't even be he won't even be in the top twelve this year. I think Justin Fields doesn't average 150 yards passing. He, all he does is run, and granted, he's very good at running the ball. But I think now in year two, the gimmicks are kind of over. And just same thing when we saw the Wildcat offense from Miami, they were phenomenal. 
But the next year, they wasn't. Why? It's because defense got smarter. They ended up knowing how to how to utilize them. They're going to have a quarterback spy uh, on Justin Fields at all time, and they're going to probably play more zone than man, so he's not going to be able to get out. I just don't like Justin Fields this this, this year at all. Trey, you agree? Um, so, you know, I go back and forth with Justin Fields because you, I mean, you saw the games that he put up last year with those, uh, legs. I mean, it was insane. Some of the, I mean, he won you weeks in Superflex sometimes, yeah. uh, just because of how many points he put up on the ground, but it is volatile and it is scary. Um, I think I would also rather have Lamar Jackson, but just overall, this team, just a quick glance at it, I really think this is exactly why I love the 12 spot is because somehow being at the end of the draft, you can pull off some amazing grabs. And I think that's what this guy did. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And uh, Sir Bong says Fields equals win. Duh, Bears. <laughs> and uh, CM says Fields threw the ball a ton in Ohio. Yeah, that's true. He did throw a lot in Ohio, but the thing was he had Jackson Smith and Jigba, Garrett Wilson, and Chris Olave. So, <laughs> yeah, no doubt. <laughs> All guys who don't have to, to be good. And what do you think? Uh, I mean, I know you're a little biased, but uh, Derek Carr at the five spot. Um, Derek Carr going to come in and uh, be at least a top 12 quarterback, you think, this year? Brian? I like Derek Carr. And for me, I know I'll never be biased toward this. When I give an analysis on fantasy football, I really don't try. I try not to let the bias come in. I let the numbers speak for himself. I think Derek Carr is going to be a good uh, fantasy producer for you. I think he won't be a top 12 quarterback, but he does have the weapons to be able to produce. Jawan Johnson and Chris Olave and Michael Thomas, they've got the weapons to do it. If I mean, if he can put it all together, you can have somebody that's solid. I love Derek Carr grabbing him at the, at the end of a super flex draft. He's an amazing quarterback, too. Absolutely amazing quarterback, too. I, I like his team, so. You got the stack with Olave, which I love. I think that Derek Carr Olave stack, I, I'm I'm reaching for that in situations that I can yes. get it because I really think that's just going to be all points on the board for fantasy. Yep. Um, got Tyreek Hill, got DJ Moore. I mean, obviously the stack with Fields there. I don't know how well DJ Moore is going to do, but I think that DJ Moore has the potential to do very well. Alan Lazard for depth um, and Mechie for depth. Uh, I really like the wide receivers on this team. Josh, talk a little bit about the running backs on this team. Yeah, um, Brees Hall. I mean, him with Aaron Rodgers, I think Brees Hall is someone you're going to be able to count on. I mean, I know he kind of got hurt a little bit at the end of the year, but I think Brees Hall is going to be awesome. James Conner, I'm not super excited about James Conner. That team just seems super rebuildy. But then again, maybe that means they're going to rely on James Conner a lot more, but can his body handle it? Uh, Tank Bigsby, we talked about him a little bit already. Dude is going to be a monster. Honestly, it was Rashad White. Got to throw my guy, Rashad White. I really do think that the Bucks are going to pick up another running back off of waivers. And Rashad White, it may produce for you in a, maybe a flex spot guy for you um, somehow later in the year. You know what I mean? Um, but, uh, yeah, I do. I, I. What do you think, Bob? You like the uh, running backs on this team? The running backs are okay. James Conner makes me super nervous. I exactly. think at a whole, you're not going to have Kyler Murray really there for most of the season, if at all. They may choose to sit him. We have Might to remember well. that in the NFL draft, they traded away, and they actually have now two first-round picks, not only their own, but Houston as well. And if Houston struggles, they can end up with the number one and the number two pick in the draft this season. And they have a Caleb Williams coming out, which is amazing, so they could move on from Kyler Murray. They've got um, Marvin Harrison Jr. coming out there. They've got phenomenal players coming. So I think Keontae Ingram could be the running back that takes over for, for James Conner overall. I think Conner's just over in the ages. They're going to benefit 
nothing by by playing James Conner, even though I think he's the better running back. He's injury prone, but he, they just want to move on and probably get Keontae Ingram in there. But overall, I like Brees Hall, the ACL injury. Uh, he actually had three ACL injuries in that actual knee throw. Yeah, he tore three <laughs> ligaments. So he, hopefully he comes back. A lot of people are slow when they come back. But overall, I do like his running back room. I mm-hmm. like the Rashad White. I like the Tank Bigsby play. I think Bigsby can be an easy, uh, you know, put them in there every once in a while for bye weeks or whatever. Uh, I think overall, though, I think it's a pretty good running back run. For sure, for sure. And uh, do we think this is a playoff team, Trey? I think that this team uh, could get to the playoffs. I think that this team did a great job in the 12 spot, which is really a hard spot in drafts. Um, I think they really did well in in, in their uh, picks and how they uh, categorized it. I'm not really big on having two stacks on the same team, um, but the Derek Carr Olave stack I love. And Hill, I mean, this team is a very solid team. I think this team could easily make the playoffs, especially if Brees Hall comes back uh, rough and ready. Well, you you never heard of a double stack? <laughs> Bayou, what do you think? Do we got a playoff team on our hands? I think absolutely. There is so many boom plays. The Derek Carr and Chris Olave stack is a boom play. Tyreek Hill, he's a boom waiting to happen. Justin Fields, he could be a boom. There's so many booms in here. Uh, there's a lot of could, possibility of a bust with Justin Fields, in my opinion. But if just looking at it from the outside, there's a lot of boom type of players where he could blow the top off of a lot of, a lot of games and just run away. It doesn't matter who his second running back is. So, And he's got Purdy and Howe just in case Fields is a bust. I didn't see hey. Purdy. He had Purdy? Yeah, yeah. Brock Purdy. Oh, there he yeah. is. Yep. And Sam Howell, who I who I actually like Sam Howell. I think I like once Sam Howell too. I think once he gets uh gets going, he's gonna actually do some stuff. And uh we we know that they need it over on the commanders. <laughs> but uh that was a great draft. That was a lot of fun. I had fun. We laughed, we cried. Bayou taught us a bunch of stuff today. Um that was fun, Bayou. Did you have fun with that? Dude, I had a blast. You know, I mean, playing in all types of different leagues, whether it's the redraft or um, Dynasty or Superflex, I'm always going to have fun no matter what it is, especially chopping up with you guys. You guys know so much, and you guys – the, the frustrating part is that y'all sleepers and y'all people that like are the people that I like. So it's like <laughs> when I'm in a draft with you guys, it's great to see where people are going and, and do you reach, do you, you know, grab my guys. It's, it's absolutely phenomenal. I had a blast. If you guys ever want me on in the future, I'm always here for you guys. Uh, I love everybody in the chat. It's good talking with everybody, and uh, I hope everybody just has a wonderful afternoon and can't wait to get rocking and rolling on fantasy football. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Bayou CM says he has already subscribed to your channel. Heck yeah. Appreciate you, man. One more time for everybody. Where can we find you, Bayou? Yeah, uh, just search up the at Bayou Bingo FN. It's for Bayou Bingo Fantasy Network. Uh, we, we we have all types of stuff that we throw out there. Um, we almost put uh, at least three to four videos out a week, and we do live streams almost every day to talk to you guys. So that's where you guys can find me. All right. Thank you, Bayou, for coming on, man. We, we love to have you. You definitely are welcome back anytime, anytime. <laughs> But, uh, guys, that's it for us here at 4th and Flex. Um, again, don't forget to like the videos. Trey, you got any final thoughts here for this Super Flex? I mean, it was a great day. It was a great flex. Um, guys, just keep coming back because we're going to keep mocking it up all the way until the season starts. You know, mock fast, mock early, and mock hard. Uh, we believe in that wholeheartedly here at 4th and Flex. If you want to make sure you check those out, hit that subscribe button, hit that like, hit those notification bells because that is how you see our content, and we're going to be putting it out. So make sure you come back and check us out because we are here for you. 
Dang right. Dang right, guys. And don't forget that we are on Patreon. You can check out our Patreon, become a member. We can help you out with your fantasy teams. And we're probably going to do it live on the show because that's free content right there, man. So uh, get over there to Patreon, become a member, and um, join the family. Join the family. And also, don't forget, we got merch. We got shirts. We got hoodies, man. Get you something with a nice Fourth and Flex logo on it. Support the podcast. Support your boys. Um, Yeah. I love it, guys. Thank you so much for watching, and we will see you on the next one. A Peace out. Perfect. It's not Trey and Josh. It's Trey and Bandy. We gonna help you win your league. Can you understand me? That's a lot of paper. That's a lot of cake. We gonna give you all the secrets, man, for goodness sake. So don't forget... Like and subscribe, follow forth and flex, be your ride and die. <laughs> it's your boy Benny. Got my boy Trey over there. Forth and flex podcast. Forth and flex at gmail.com. Hit us up. You know we got you. <laughs> See you there.